Mitch McConnell says the filibuster is eliminating the filibuster is dead for now. We'll see what happens in the future. Also, uh, the House officially delivers the impeachment article to the Senate for the second trial against President Trump. And Joe Biden is here to make sure that we totally eliminate xenophobia. It's a very, very big problem these days. Oh, you haven't heard of the big problem of xenophobia? Okay, well, we'll tell you all about it in the show today. And it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by my friends, Yaku Buyans, host of the Yaku Buyans Show. It's good to be here. Thank you for being here. Always. Love the jacket. Thank you. Um, it's not only fashionable, but also it's like, it's very, very cold in this building. Uh, I said to myself this morning, I'm not going to be cold this afternoon. <laughs> if you don't know, it's cold in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're also joined by my friend Kezia Schaefer, host of the Crocs On podcast. Uh, you can find her on YouTube. But she is married to the infamous Elijah Schaefer, so who yes. knows how long she'll still be on YouTube as well. That's true. That's it's, true. it's only a matter of time. Uh, thanks for being here, guys. So headlines of the day. Mitch McConnell says eliminating the filibuster is dead now that uh, two Democrats have come out against uh, the process. This is, of course, Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Cinema of Arizona. Uh, they have both spoken out and said, yeah, we're not, we're not comfortable with eliminating the filibuster. So uh, Democrats do not have the votes. Mitch McConnell said, I'm glad that two Senate Democrats confirmed today they will not vote to end the legislative filibuster. They agree with President Biden and me on protecting the Senate. With this win, we can move forward with a 50-50 power-sharing agreement built on the 2001 precedent. Uh, so it looks as if eliminating the filibuster is not up for discussion at this time. Who knows what's to come later on down the road? Uh, perhaps Manchin, you know, I think was just kind of going along with uh, like I, I think he would have gone along with it if cinema hadn't come out and said, I'm not going to do this. Uh, interesting, too, from the media. I saw Hillary Rosen, who I believe is is with CNN, uh, who said that. Uh, Please, if Mitch McConnell had the majority, he would be doing this. He would be eliminating the filibuster. If only Mitch McConnell had had the majority, he definitely would have pushed this through. So his talk today is ridiculous. Well, he only had the majority for, you know, six years and uh, and didn't do it, yep. did not do it. But now we're supposed to believe that this is only being used as some ploy uh, and that really the Republicans would have seized all this power if they then had the majority. Yaku. We, we did have the power. <laughs> And played by the Not rules. that long ago. No, um, <laughs> I mean, like a blink ago, right? Like a couple weeks ago, I think. Like, you know, you know, the 4th of January. Yeah. You know, 3rd of January, we still had all the power. Right. You know? No, look, um, I'm, I'm fully convinced now, not that I wasn't before, that there's a script, and anything against the script, even their own, They'll just ostracize and kill, steal, and destroy. I mean, if anything goes against what they believe is how you should behave and should act. So tomorrow, Mitch may be their best friend. Right. If he does something. And it's like, yeah, now you're in the crowd. Must be very hard to be married to one of these people. <laughs> Honestly, to go home and go, who am I getting today? Yeah. Which, which kind of a... So, I don't... What's more interesting, Sarah, is what are they going to do with all the power? Mm -hmm. That's where I go is saying, you know, we, 
What are they going to do? Because they got a lot of power. Well, Eric Holder is is pushing for them to pack the courts. He says, now's exactly. the time. You've got the power. You need to yeah. pack the courts. Pack the court, add states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool moves like taking a filibuster and saying, go gung-ho and just stack it up, which we did not do. And it's sort of, look, I've said this on the show. There's a lot of broken pieces inside the GOP. Mm-hmm. we got to be honest with ourselves, mm-hmm. right? But at least we can say over the, over the last, let's just say the last four years, right? We aim at least within the lines of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. We, may, we may go squirrely whirly at times, but at least we have guardrails like little bumper rails when you do kids bowling, right? <laughs> we at least stay inside Constitution. I would say at least we've read the Constitution. Yeah. I don't think starter. you can say that for the other side. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know. So that's where I'm at with this. Of course, they're going to accuse him and say, well, if you had the power, we did. Right. Like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You know, and his view was consistent yeah. when he He's was consistent. in the majority. Majority and, and non-majority. Yeah. Now, I've got issues with him separately. Right. Right. Because his view's consistent about the Constitution, but the man kind of doesn't have a spine, you know, to a degree for me. Mm-hmm. He abandoned his own people, meaning the president, mm-hmm. his president from his party. But then again, I realized they never considered him their right. president. Uh, ain't that the truth. Kaz, what are your thoughts? No, I definitely agree with what you guys are saying, and I think it just goes to show that everyone in the government is just playing games, and it's all, it's like nothing adds up or makes sense, like, oh, this, that, and the other. Yeah, but we did, or it's just nothing makes sense, and they just, yeah, it's just all, I, I don't have anything else interesting to add, I agree. <laughs> I just go, it, yeah, it's, a, it's just a mess, and you see it as they talk and play out, you realize that they're, it's all, they're all just making it up. Yeah. Well, it, it does. I go back and forth on, on this particular idea that Republicans should stop playing by the rules because there are two different mindsets, I think, in the GOP now. One that, you know, well, we still have to be the ones that are above board at all times because we know we are the only ones that are doing that. The Democrats sink low. Uh, they manipulate situations. They take advantage of situations when they get in power. They don't care about precedent. And a lot of people would say, you know, we need to stay above board like that and not be like them. But then there is another train of thought that is, they're going to do it anyway, and we aren't going to win until we get down in the mud with them. What are your thoughts on that? Look, and you're, what I'm hearing you say is, look, within the rules, there's room yeah. to be more strong. Right. And we haven't chosen that. Because the filibuster, it's there, right? Mm-hmm. So with all the power, we could have. Yeah. Maybe we should have. Yeah. I mean, Nancy Pelosi went Maybe into we should have, you know. Nancy Pelosi went into a hair salon, completely disregarded exactly. all yeah. of the rules, no mask, and stood there and just doubled down on everything, yeah. really. No apologies, no nothing. I mean, you gotta respect the woman for at least knowing this is this is what I'm going to say. I'm not backing down. And it's she's been successful at it. Republicans don't do the same thing. I think you they make don't it, have the yeah. cojones. You make it yeah, and no, they do not have the chutzpah. You, you make it an exceptional point because it's not about breaking the rules. Let's just use this filibuster conversation because it's on the table. Mm-hmm. Oh, if he had the power, which he did, you would have definitely done this. He could have. Right. They didn't. Maybe they should have. Yeah. You know, maybe there's some of those areas within the rule, within the rules, within the line. So I think sometimes we pray so down the middle that we're milquetoast. Mm-hmm. We're vanilla as a GOP. Mm-hmm. We actually do nothing. Yeah. We actually find ourselves just just going in autopilot and drifting four years to four years. Meanwhile, these guys will look for every little breadcrumb. Yep. Right. And they'll and they'll do something with it. You know, so maybe it's time. Yeah. 
I, I would tend to agree with that. I think we have to shake up our messaging, shake up our approach, shake up everything, because it doesn't matter if you're the good guys playing by the rules if everyone on the other side is always constantly sneaking around and tricking and lying and being deceitful. You're not going to win that way. You can come out and say, well, we were the moral ones while your country burns, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, what does that matter? Uh, All right, uh, again, in the news, so... (laughs) Joe Biden, I saw this kind of late, and I was like, we have to have this for the show. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, tackling the very important issues plaguing the country right now, like systemic racism uh, and inequity. And we know that the Biden administration is very, very focused on equity uh, and equal outcome. Uh, But Biden says that now is the time to address all of these things and xenophobia toward not I didn't hear black people or Hispanics. Um, it's like Asians and Pacific Islanders, If, in case you didn't know. If you are one of those people, now you know that you have been discriminated against. Here's Joe Biden explaining it to you. Work we did uh, last week to expand tribes' access to, to the strategic national stockpile for the first time to ensure they receive help from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, to fight this pandemic. Today, I'm directing federal agencies to combat resurgence of xenophobia, particularly against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders that we've seen skyrocket during this pandemic. Have we? This is unacceptable and it's un-American. I've asked the Department of Justice to strengthen this partnership with the Asian American and Pacific Islander community to prevent those hate crimes. I've also asked the Department of Health and Human Services to put out best practices for combating xenophobia and our national response to COVID. Look, in the weeks ahead, I'll be uh, reaffirming the federal government's commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion, and accessibility, building on the work we started in the Obama-Biden administration. That's why I'm rescinding the previous administration's harmful ban on diversity and sensitivity training and abolish the offensive counterfactual 1776 commission. A lot to unpack in uh, that short clip. But uh, Joe Biden, he says uh, it's skyrocketing the Mm. amount of cases, uh, racism against Pacific Islanders and Asian Americans. I personally have not seen that. Have have you, Kez? No, I didn't see it. In fact, at the beginning of all the coronavirus, there was that go hug an Asian day and go into Chinatown. Like it. Yeah. (laughs) But I thought from what I've been hearing from the left was that the people that were most affected from coronavirus was the black communities Mm -hmm. because... Um, obviously, the left took away their businesses and everything, and then the Black Lives Matter burned them down. Right here, right here. So I was thinking that it was the black communities that were suffering the most. Mm. I, I feel like the Asians actually are really successful in yeah. this country. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I've... Statistically speaking, I, I yes. believe that the, the stats back you up on that. Uh, it is interesting to, I mean, but again, this is just who can we pander to today? Who yes. can we get to think, well, we're on your side. We're just one of you fighting for you guys, you Pacific Islanders who really have nothing to do with did any they of they say something? Did the Pacific Islanders come out and say, hey, Joe Biden, seriously, we've been feeling really hurt by this? <laughs> I'm no. sure they I didn't, didn't hear anybody actually, say no, that. Nor, nor, did the, nor did the Native Americans say, hey, we don't like the Washington Redskins logo. Right, right. Okay, this is the same kind of nonsense. 
He said so much yeah. in that clip that it would take him a hundred years at his capacity and pace to do what he just said he was going to do next week in the coming weeks. No, Joe, at your pace, that's going to take you a decade to get through what you just said. I don't even know that he knows what he's saying. Mm -mm. Literally, it's like, who do we pick next? Yeah. The Polynesian community, the Pacific <laughs> Islanders. You know, it's let's get really Moana in here and her tribe. Maybe The Rock is happy, yeah. you know, in, in Hollywood. I and mean, this is insanity. They this do like insanity. heads or tails. They yeah, exactly. Who's the next? All right, who is it? Heads? Your, your point to the black community, they got what they needed from the black yes. vote. Right. Yes. Yeah, Done. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You got and us in power. Now that. we move on. So it's almost like he's going around, you know, the ethnic wheel. Right. But watch when we come to the Caucasian, they'll skip them. Right? right, right. You're a white guy, Joe. Okay. No matter how you play or whatever you do. You're a Caucasian man. And if I say if there's a profiled community in this country at the moment, it's the Caucasian community. It's the white community. And you can deal with that any way you want to. When last did anybody go on a national stage and said, um, do we have some underprivileged white kids in this country? Uh, that would be yes. Mm -hmm. Do we have some white kids in the foster care system uh, that don't have school choice? That, the answer would be yes. Now you want to talk equality out of this side of your mouth, come on that cockamamie nonsense out of that side of your mouth, and I just miss all of it. Mm -hmm. It's literally picking, who have we not abused yet mm -hmm. for power? Because mm -hmm. there's some money attached to this. You watch. What I want to really ask him is, you want to talk about Native Americans? Okay, Joe, why don't you go form some coalitions with the BIA, the Bureau of Indian Affairs? Why don't you go do something really tangible? No, right. no, 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 no. We can't profit from that. We're going to pander to this crowd and gain some favor, some political will, and we just go around the wheel, right? So now it's the Polynesians and the Asian Pacifics, and the next minute, it's, I don't know, it's maybe the Khoisan tribe from, you know, you Swaziland and Africa. You should stop putting down of who's, who's it's gonna be the same week, The same week, the same guy shut South Africa down, predominantly the number one traveler from South Africa to is, is, is black travelers, right? right? It's, it's, Mm. It's like seasonal. Which, by the way, I was told by, I think, Joe Biden and his very people that shutting down travel yeah. from and to countries is very racist and very racist and xenophobic. xenophobic speaking of xenophobic <laughs> joe are you going to take your own course are you going to yep. read your own best practices Shut on xenophobia? south africa down this week because fauci surfaced again he's still there this is a this who else survived in the white house he's not just still there under the trump administration like nobody no he's nobody not just survived, still there he's Fauci the, is still the there. highest paid federal worker wow yes he is the highest paid federal worker i did read that on blaze.com because he doesn't yeah <laughs> because he doesn't four hundred uh, higher than the president four hundred and eighteen thousand dollars the president only makes four hundred thousand on, on the books and then right. there's it's all, all the kickbacks and yep. all the other things. And why is he still there? Because he actually doesn't answer to the government. Mm. Fauci works for the higher powers. Mm. Those who pull the strings. Fauci is with the Gateses and all these boys. And so he's secure. Yeah. You be our mouthpiece. And, and, but he's still there. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. This was literally President Trump and Vice President you know, Pence's pick. And now there's Biden, and they hate everything Trump. But here he is. Right. He pops up like a little puppet. I'm back. <laughs> South Africa's evil because there's a mutant. Uh, you know, I thought it was a movie script, for crying out loud. So, exactly. no, he's xenophobic. Just shut down Africa. We need to have a hug a South African day.
to yeah. show us. We'll, we can, we'll hug you after the, <laughs> yeah, after the hug show. Hug me, but I don't take hugs to from, show that from we're the not left. afraid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I don't know if, if you guys out there heard, but he is uh, reversing President Trump's executive order, uh, halting the what they like to call the left likes to call diversity and inclusion training. It, it actually wasn't. It was very harmful training based off of, of course, the 1619 Project. Uh, and President Trump was trying to reverse the lies from being told. But apparently that's what we're going to get in the Biden-Harris administration is just a bunch of lies. So buckle up, guys. It's going to be a very long four years. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Candid, which I am so grateful for because I was one of probably a lot of you out there are like me and you spent a lot, or maybe your parents, you or your parents spent a lot of money on your teeth so that your teeth could be straight. And then as an adult, you just stopped wearing your retainer and uh, your teeth, it turns out, they still shift when you're an adult. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Um, I stopped wearing my retainer and my teeth shifted and I wanted that straight smile again. Thankfully, the people at Candid helped me out with their invisible aligners to help straighten my teeth. And it worked beautifully for me. Um, It took me six months, which is apparently the average treatment is six months. That's it. That's it. And by the way, uh, you do everything from home, okay? It's cheaper than braces, Okay, and it takes less time. Is that do you need anything more than that? Your treatment is also monitored by a licensed orthodontist over at Candid, who obviously is going to be an expert in tooth movement. You're going to get the same quality of care. And again, everything from home. You take some pictures. They send you the kit. uh, You make the impressions with your teeth. You send it back to them. They have this really cool uh, 3D uh, show that you press play and it like shows you how your teeth are going to move with each step and then you get all of your aligners in this package and it has step one step two step three and so on and so forth you wear each one for two weeks or so and you that's it that's it and you are on the way to becoming your best you with straight teeth start straightening your teeth today right now you can save 75 dollars on candid's starter kit it is well worth the money like i said cheaper than going to the orthodontist and getting braces and you get the invisible aligners and you don't have to have a mouthful of metal you can go to candidco.com slash y use code y for 75 dollars off that is candidco.com slash y do what i did get yourself the gift of straighter teeth this year candidco.com slash y promo code y back in a minute All right. The House uh, has officially delivered the impeachment article to the Senate for the second trial against uh, former President Trump. Now, this was it was much different than, I guess, the first impeachment. I remember we watched, you know, Nancy Pelosi and who Adam Schiff. And it was like a circus show and they were all walking. Yeah, they were all walking with the pens and they were just just so exuberant. And they were like, this is a very somber day. We just we finally got him. This is a really somber day, you guys. Uh, But now they have the masks so we couldn't see their faces. And that was a shame. That was a shame that we couldn't see their faces of the very somber day uh, walking in to deliver the second article of impeachment to the Senate against President Trump. Um, Now, it it is interesting because, you know, I keep hearing from, you know, these pesky constitutional experts that this isn't actually like there's no constitutional precedent for it because the president isn't actually in office and is, in fact, a private citizen. So you wouldn't 
really need to impeach him or you wouldn't really have any grounds to impeach him because uh, he's already gone. Um, but uh, they, you know, of course, they, uh, they're, they're all about optics. And this is, I think, going to continue because once you get rid of the, the Trump optics, right, you stop talking about President Trump, you have to then focus on President Biden, yep. which I don't think the left wants to do. Here's a tweet from Oliver Darcy on this particular topic, which I found very interesting uh, from CNN. Oliver Darcy. Oh, my, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, He said not 30 minutes after impeachment articles against Trump were delivered to the Senate and Fox News has already moved on to another topic. China ramps up pressure on Biden administration. And I'm reading it and I'm like, I mean, yeah, like China ramps up pressure on Biden administration is what's currently happening in the world. That's probably why Fox News said we should probably talk about things that actually are affecting Americans' lives and not, oh, the House delivered article of impeachment to the Senate. What is the Senate going to do? Is President Trump going to have to leave office? Like, it's just mind-boggling to me that we're supposed to stay focused on this. Very interesting, right? The same mechanism that they use to pull us away from focusing on the good thing Uh Trump was doing, right? Yep. They're now using the same mechanism to pull attention away from all the flaws in Biden. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. Right. And it's worked before. Why would it not work again? And mm-hmm. this is this is just and, and you make a point saying, well, some of the constitutional experts say, well, there's no precedent. Whatever. They don't care. No, these people don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about precedent. They'll set a new precedent for crying out loud. They don't impeach a guy twice. that. They'll impeach a private citizen. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. then if please we're, focus on us wanting to impeach a citizen. Yeah. If we're going to start <laughs> impeaching private citizens, let's get Obama. Let's get Hillary Clinton. Start with Hillary and then yeah. Bill. Let's get everybody. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, the New York Times reported that 50 Republican senators are very reluctant to convict him. Democrats would need 17 of the GOP members. They'd need to pull them off to uh, to make it happen. So I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, who knows how long they're going to push this just to be able to have it be on CNN 24 hours a day, then they can't talk about all of all of the people who are pissed off at Joe Biden because he's just eliminated their jobs. He's just uh, made sure that their their girls, their little girls don't ever win at competitive sports again. Uh, You know, they've made sure that uh, uh, illegal immigrants are going to take black and minority jobs. They don't want to talk about that, I guess. So we're going to focus on uh, President Trump. We don't want to talk about China ramping up pressure on the Biden administration. You'd think they hate Trump so much and they're like wanted for four years. They tried everything to get him out and they still can't stop talking about him. You would think that they would be like, okay, now finally we can focus on like getting the country healing. I don't think they know. I don't think they I don't think they know how to have an identity without Trump. No, he is their identity. (laughs) That's so tragic. Hating Trump is their entire identity, I think now. Absolutely. They have no idea how to live without him. Which I actually think is really smart if the if if President Trump, former President Trump, just goes and plays golf for like three months and does nothing, right? Mm. Give him nothing. Plan, be strategic come out and swing a hammer in some direction, but give them nothing because they have nothing without the guy. They really don't. You know, if your opponent is really formidable, really formidable, you still talk about him after you beat him. Mm, That's what you see between like a Roger Federer and a Rafael Nadal. It's like, I beat him today, but dang, any day he can take me and it's a beautiful rivalry. Mm -hmm. Or if you stole it from him, 
and you know he's actually the winner, right? Yeah. Then you're going to talk about him for a long time because if the attention and the focus comes to you, you may actually poop your pants because you're going to go, <laughs> um, I actually have to step up now and be a president. You mean all the focus is on right. me now? You're going to talk about me 24 right. hours a day? No, 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 no. You don't need Give to talk about that. Give me a piece of this a citizen please. and talk about him for yeah. a little longer. You know? Now, let's talk about China militarizing the Caribbean at the moment. Right. Mm. Let's talk about us losing the Caribbean seaways and the waterways. Let's talk about that for a minute, right? Which Trump said was coming. No, Biden is just going to let them in. Right. But don't talk about it, Sarah. Well, that would also require the journalists over at CNN and MSNBC to, like, do work. And I don't think that they like to do that. They don't like to they don't like to look into They're things. They're hired to do work. No, please. Uh, all right. In other news, Democrats introduced the Raise the Wage Act of 2021 today, which would gra- it's going to gradually increase the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour over the course of several years. So by 2025, uh, they it's going to, you know, go stair step up. And they want it to finally be, finally, $15 an hour. Think of all of those rich people who are now going to have $15 an hour. Because certainly, certainly history has not shown us that when you introduce a minimum wage like that, that it doesn't lead to less jobs and more automation. (laughs) Certainly not. It's like we've, okay, we just spent an entire year having everyone who had a small business or anything right. being destroyed. Yeah. They have no money. Yep. None. And now you're going, also, <laughs> not only that, not only have I taken all your money and in some cases burnt your business to the ground, so have fun building that back up again, but now you have to pay your employees even more. And we're also in a pandemic, so now there's going to be restrictions on how many mm-hmm. people can be sitting in your restaurant and this, that, and the other. It's like, you really hate American people. You hate them. Yeah. That's, no, a, that's the, a great point. I, yeah. they, I completely 100%, 100% on board 100%. with that. You're looking at a class of our society that never grew out of being toddlers. Right. right? This is how a toddler behaves. I make the mess. You clean it up. We're going to break the country. And then who do we run to? Oh, the conservative capitalist small business owner. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, fi- and as a $15 an hour is going to fix all this absolute disaster they made. It's counterproductive. Um, it's just interesting. I, I pay attention. You know, I just sat here one day, you know, we were talking about the flyer that was made about January 19th and show mm-hmm. up. The, and mm-hmm. Elijah's like, no, no one in the conservative group made that flyer. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I look at that poster that was just up on the screen. I don't know if they can pull it back up. But you look at the poster on the screen. We can do it. It was $15 an hour. And it's a white girl. <laughs> <laughs> and it's unions. Oh, that's right. Biden just killed union jobs, 11,000 of them last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. But now it, it's, just just, it's just laughable. I look at it and I go, okay, that's funny. You know, that's kind of contradictory. But no, it's imprinting. We call that imprinting. Because, uh, see, it's just for the white guy. They're going to give. This is what you're learning. This is what you're seeing. No, no, no. Let's be real. Um, they're going to break as much as they can break to skim cream off the top. They print money like it's Monopoly. They're lining the pockets of all their friends, foreign and domestic, and then they're asking the good, hardworking Nebraska, Idaho farmer, small business guy, right? The hair salon, you know, the, the, whatever to say, come fix it, please, and build the economy back up. It's sick. Well, and uh, just to add to that, so they're also going to gradually phase out uh, various sub-minimum wages. So that would include tipped workers, youth workers, and workers with disabilities. Now, the tipped workers thing is interesting because I'm like, 
I already don't think like service is great in a lot of places. So imagine, if you will, yeah, someone it's gone who is way not, yeah, down. who is Since not COVID, going I call to it COVID stupid service. <laughs> like it's well, they, what's what's their motivation for serving you well when they already know they're making? They're like, I'm collecting fifteen dollars an hour anyway. I'm not getting tipped, perhaps. So what is my motivation to make sure to give you guys the best service? I think the bigger play here is what happened in the UK with the doll. The doll is their welfare system. Right. Okay. When you get 50% of your community, your society that receives some sort of a check from the government, mm-hmm. you can call it whatever you want. Okay. But you are down the slope for socialism. You mm-hmm. can call yeah. it conservatism, capitalism, you know, democracy, whatever. And we are there. And this is another, you're right, this is another mechanism of making people dependent on a no, you're going to get horrific service. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I had a doctor in Canada. I played pro sport in Canada. Okay, I broke two ribs. I go to a hospital because we had to see the, the state doctors. This guy showed up inebriated in the hospital and had to do work on me. And I, and I had to grab the doctor physically and said, dude, you touch me. I'm going to break your jaw. And I walked out of that hospital with no help because he doesn't care. Yeah. Right. He gets paid yep. exactly the same whether he performs or whether he doesn't. Yep. You know? yep. And the great doctor goes, why the heck should I care? Right. You know, if I do a great service, this is where we're going. Well, not only that, but um, I and I know we, we need to take a break, but not only that, but, you know, all of the the people who say, well, we've got to help the people who are living in poverty. We've got to th- no. Those are the people who are going to lose their jobs first. Right. Yeah. Because Absolutely. the people who are working at McDonald's are going to be replaced by machines. Right. Because McDonald's yes. is not going to pay for all no. of them to make thirty thousand dollars a year. They're just not because that's not what those jobs are meant to be for. Mm-hmm. OK, so this does not actually help the people who are living in poverty. It makes their lives worse. But what are facts when you're dealing with the left? All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bill. Built Bar. So uh, if you are looking to maybe eat healthier this new year, you got to try Built Bar. They've got these amazing protein bars that I basically live off of these days because uh, I'm planning the show. I'm like carrying an infant around. I'm homeschooling my other boy. And um, I'm like, I don't have time to make myself a meal. I've just made my other my son a meal. I'm trying to keep this one happy. I'm just going to grab a Built Bar. I live off of them. Okay. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein. They're great for keto diets. Um, you can lose weight or you can just maintain weight if that's what you're looking to do while eating something that is delicious. It tastes like you're eating dessert. Um, by the way, I just got an email. I just got an email from them because I'm one of their like, I, I buy from them way too often as my husband will tell you. Um, and I get emails from them all the time. They just came out with freaking marshmallows. They're like chocolate covered marshmallows, strawberry marshmallow. They're called Built Puffs. And I really, really need Smart. some. I really Smart. need some in my life. I have to try them. They look <laughs> delicious. Uh, but the Built Bars, if you're looking for the protein bars, they've got a bunch of different flavors too. They've got caramel brownie, cookies and cream, mint brownie. Um, they're all covered in 100% chocolate. So if you are a chocolate lover and you're constantly like breaking your diet rules because you're going into the pantry and getting chocolate, don't do that. Replace it with Built Bar, okay? Take my word for it. You got to go to builtbar.com. Use promo code NEWS20. You will get 20% off of your next order. And these are very, very reasonably priced. So you're already paying a really great price. We're going to give you 20% off on top of that. Put these in your pantry. It will prevent you from snacking on the bad things. Okay, builtbar.com. Use promo code NEWS20 for 20% off. Back in a minute. Uh, Twitter has announced a community-led, I say that with air quotes, community-led moderation forum called Birdwatch. 
They've just announced this this week. And uh, they say that um, they are going to be able to identify information in tweets that is misleading or false. And the people who work for Birdwatch uh, or who volunteer to write notes for Birdwatch can then write notes that provide informative Context. They say that they believe this approach has the potential to respond quickly when misleading information spreads, adding context that people trust and find valuable. What could possibly go wrong here? Yeah, slanted, predetermined. Tell me about your hiring policy. You know, who are you looking for? I always ask that. Okay, so you're going to go get these volunteers, these random radical, you know, Darwin, Marxist college students to come write context or whoever. Tell me about how you select these people. Is it balanced? Is it? No, of course not. It's not going to be balanced. It's all slanted. It's all to one, one direction. And, and as if that is now going to be the voice to trust. Mm-hmm. The bird watch, more like bird poop. You know, it's going <laughs> to come in. The bird watch is going to now let me know how to think as an American. And right. it's going to educate me. Thank you so much. I can't wait, because 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 really, Twitter doesn't have a track record of not being at all objective and unbiased. Okay, right. So I think like it's like seventy three percent of like Twitter users or people who tweet on Twitter are left leaning. Mm-hmm. So hey, wait, what is the how seventy seventy three percent? I think if my okay. numbers are right. So that's wow. like three fourths of people. So yeah. it's already slanted of the thing. Yeah. Second of all. You can comment on people's tweets and right. say, hey, on your you're own. correct, right. you're incorrect, blah, blah. So what, what is Birdwatch going to do? Comment on people's tweets that no, it's anybody gonna, it's can do? It's going to gang up against somebody. Right. This, and it, this Birdwatch is the same thing as the, what happened the other day with Yelp. Oh, racist business. Da, da, da. Remember Wait, how they, what? Remember with Yelp, they said they were putting in a feature where you can t- say if a business is racist. Oh. Right? Golly. Okay. They did that. Do you remember that? Yeah. And so now we're doing the same thing. So it, it's just like ridiculous. And also, the fact checkers that are already fact checking on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook are wrong a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like Elijah says to me all the time, I tweeted this and the fact check just swapped the words around and said mm-hmm. fact check da mm-hmm. da da, da. Mm-hmm. but it says the exact same thing. So the the actual fact checkers we have are doing a pretty bad job. And now we're going to get randoms coming and being like, "Well, actually, blah blah yeah. blah." It's like Ay-ay-ay. That's the last thing we need in this country is more opinion. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 more, and more taking somebody who is actually speaking freely and just ganging up on him going, oh, no, you've now been profiled by Birdwatch. Yeah, yeah, see, that's that's the issue. Because I because I would say more opinion. I, I think we're like we work freer with, opinion. Yes, free, yes, freer like, opinion. Let's sure. yeah, let's yeah. let's make sure that people feel comfortable to speak to Never speak mind, but freely. Right, freely. Yeah. Yes, but to speak freely. More left leaning opinion. Sorry, left right. slanted. <laughs> no. Well, I mean that is that is there is something to be said for that because you know for instance I you know have a very high maintenance baby for those of you who have not heard and um, I. I belong to this Facebook group that's like it's for high maintenance, you know, high high needs uh, babies and a, a ton of moms in there. And somehow they started talking about the sleep trainer on Instagram who just like someone found out that she had the audacity to donate to the Trump campaign. Oh. And so everyone was, you know, blasting her. And so someone had asked a very, very innocent, benign question about uh, sleep training. And it turned into this whole big like, oh, well, you don't want to use this lady because we know she donates her money to MAGA. And then there were those of us who were like, 
who cares? Like, who the hell cares? And they're Does like, her technique we, work? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So but, shut up but, with the rest of it. So, but they said, um, well, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to associate with someone who is a xenophobic, racist, yeah. transphobic, and they use all these words as if they're facts. And that's I'm like, that's what this is going to do. That's exactly what this up. is going to do. They're going to bully and gang up. Yes, because they're, they're using these opinions of people and presenting them as facts as if they've already been... It's already a proven fact that the president is, or the former president is, a right. racist, xenophobic, and transphobic, and it's who like follows him is the same. Right, exactly. And but I think the objectivity that's what we're is gone. Yes, yes, yeah. You know, context too. It, it's context. Yeah, truth no is gone. Yeah. Uh, uh, nuance, objectivity. It's just what we say, and mm-hmm. that's what I mean. The last yeah. thing we need is another deluge of their people being enabled Mm -hmm. to come and gang up on somebody that dare say, listen, I don't really care who she voted for, who she donated to, can she help my baby (laughs) sleep? Yes, then I don't want to hear anything else. They they want to wipe us out. They they want to wipe everyone who loves the country out. That is so true. It's getting scary out there. We are living in a postmodern world. All right. uh, Before we go, I want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile, for this segment. Now, um, in case you haven't heard, Patriot Mobile just expanded their coverage dramatically, actually, which is going to make it a lot easier for those of you who have not switched over to Patriot Mobile yet to dump your big name carrier who is charging you way too much money. And then they're going and donating that money to left leaning causes that you, oh, I don't know, just spend your entire life fighting against. Yeah, you don't want to do that. OK, we are very proud here at Blaze TV to partner with Patriot Mobile. They're never going to send a penny to the left. They're never going to silence you. And they are, in fact, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. You can switch with great confidence. It's twenty twenty one. They are using the same network as the larger providers, but you're going to pay less money and switching is very easy. I know there are a lot of people you've been doing things one way for a very long time and you're like, I can't switch. What if I lose my phone number? What if it's a problem? It's very easy. Okay, you can keep your phone number. You can bring your own phone over or you can buy a new one if it's that time and you're ready for a new phone. Whatever you would like to do, it's very easy, very seamless. You can build multi-line discounts, save even more. All you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash news. Uh, Veterans and first responders, by the way, you're going to save even more on top of that. This month they are offering free activation. They're also going to give you a free gift with offer code NEWS. So make sure you use offer code NEWS when you go to patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. All right, so Disney Plus is now blocking children under seven from watching uh, Peter Pan, Dumbo, and other classics. They are censoring these, citing what they described as the, quote, negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. So get ready because Dumbo, Peter Pan, Swiss Family Robinson, and the Aristocrats are actually no longer available for young users uh, of Disney Plus. Now, um, let's see. They said these stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, um, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Now, this is, of course, for the titles that they've deemed okay on the platform that they are still keeping, but they have to make sure that they show, uh, uh, you know, something at the beginning credits that say, well, I mean, we're not going to delete these, but just know we do not appreciate harmful stereotypes. Um, this, of course, is coming after Disney's already said they, they're going to redo Pirates of the Caribbean ride. They're going to redo yeah. uh, Jungle Cruise. They're going to redo all these things because it's 
racist, which I think the people who maybe see racism in these rides are actually the racist themselves. A hundred percent racist, hypocritical. So, Sarah, what I'm hearing you say is that Disney has the ability to filter what children see and don't see. Oh, wow. So they actually do have the ability? Is that what we're seeing? If it's about racism or systemic racism or gender fluidity or who knows what other crazy left. But when it comes to child pornography and, you know, sexual content to children, plead the fifth. We just we, we don't control it, guys. We just really have no. It's the parents job. So you're actually telling me now. So now I want to this is this is what I want to see happen in this country. When this kind of information comes out, I want to see the conservative, Christian or non-Christian, rise up and call these bastards, sorry, (laughs) all right, to the game and say, oh, so you can? So you can filter? So you can turn Peter Pan off for my kid? But my kid's got to watch who knows what else, mm-hmm. right? On your, on your, so you, then you can turn that off too, right? And this is where we, the fight needs to go. If we really want to fight, take the fight to them because they will snare themselves. A liar can't walk straight, right? Mm-hmm. They don't even remember where. Be focused. Look at their own words and they say, okay, there's our hook. Now we need some, some, some mama bears in a conservative movement to go, okay, thank you very much for that little opening. Right. Let's go after it. Right. Right. And let's push because that's what they do. They sink their teeth into a subject and they just don't let up. They're like a dog in a bone. And they'll go, 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 go until you have gender neutral bathrooms in Target. Mm -hmm. Why? Because of pressure. We never pressure, Sarah. So true. That's the problem we have as conservatives. We go, oh, yeah, we we talk about it. No action. Mm. It's time to put points on the board. Mm. Fight. Kaz, your thoughts? Very angry, very angry thoughts. <laughs> no, I think I, I feel everything that you're saying. I feel mad about it. Peter Pan is like one of my all time favorites. I think I, I don't know how to say this without it's coming out weird, but I think it's good for children to learn about racism in the way that it is wrong. Right. And so when they watch these things and they go, oh, look, um, the character in this show was teased because they were black. And you go, yeah, that's a great teaching moment. Or look how the other characters came and helped that person and said it's bad to treat someone that way because of the color of their skin. Why are we afraid to tell our kids about racism or, you know, these types of things to teach them this isn't what we do? And also. Well, how come they they can, what was, I don't even know the name of the film that came out, but it was a new Disney one and they were like, wow, we have our first gender fluid character or trans character or Mm -hmm. something like that. How come you can teach my kid about, I I don't believe in that. I don't believe in gender fluidity. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't want to teach my kids about that. Mm -hmm. So you're deciding to teach my kids about sexual orientations and things, which is a very mature thing. Yeah. But not about, oh, this character looks silly or that's every character in Disney movies look animated and bizarre and strange. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a great point. We got to take a break. I'm sorry (laughs) to cut you off. We got to cut. Pirates of the Caribbean is racist. Oh, yeah. Oh, you haven't seen this? All right. If you have not yet gone to subscribe wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure if you are watching this on YouTube, Facebook, even Blaze TV, if you have not yet gone to Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your subscriptions, go subscribe, rate and review the podcast. It helps more people find the show so that they can 
also watch and listen to the news of the day. Uh, here are a couple reviews for you from one's from Michelle Lee Johnson. This is the best little show out there. The best way to get the scoop on everything going on daily in less than an hour. Sarah Gonzalez is smart, witty and oh so sassy. Oh, mm. please. Thank you. Uh, just love her. The rotating of regular guests and their opinions keeps the show fresh and entertaining. Great job, guys. I'm a regular viewer, listener and never miss a show. Thank you so much, Michelle, for your kind comments. Those of you who have not yet uh, reviewed, go give the review. Uh, make it particularly creative and you may see it appear on the news and why it matters sometime. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.